Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People applying Rotary's motto of service above self. And today our special guests are Edward Glisson, Rena Ann Hill, both of the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum. Ed is the executive director. Rena is the director of development. And later on in our second segment, we'll have George Supin, who is a member, among other things, of the Rotary Fishkill Club. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. And welcome to Rena Hill. Welcome and thank and you. And welcome, Ed. Thank you for having us. And tell us, what is the Mid-Hudson's Children's Museum? Well, that's a loaded question. The Mid-Hudson Children's Museum is a place, but it's more than a place. It's, a, it's an opportunity for families and their kids to get together and have entertainment, education, and actually just to spend some quality time, if I dare say, together. The museum is a facility full of exhibits, but it's also a place that hosts programs and presentations. We do everything from artistic performances and theatrical performances to something as simple as creating um, gingerbread houses at Christmas time, having exhibits about everything from Macedon to the Hudson River environment. We do science. We do history. And uh, we even deal with social issues and diversity. There's nothing that we don't do, and there's nothing we won't try to do. Well, you're right. That was a loaded question. Yeah. So right. where, do, where do we start? Where, where do, do we start? start? Well, Can we, we start. start with the mystery of what they found in the backyard, Jonah? Uh, what sure. do you think? Why not? Let's, uh, well, first, I, w- I was going to ask what? Rena Hill, by the way, who uh, who's worked closely with me in scouting. <laughs> We're not ignoring you, Rena. <laughs> who's worked <laughs> We're just closely off and with me in scouting uh, and has a great devotion to young people. Uh, what ages of children uh, are serviced by the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum? We take them at any age, but our, our primary focus is on the smaller child. We have a toddler's farm, which can take uh, anyone from one month old up to two to three years old, and then they can go on up to 10, 11, 12 years old. So we have a multitude of ranges, a multitude of exhibits, and they can all have a wonderful time. And where are you located? We are located at 75 North Water Street. It's right on the riverfront in the city of Poughkeepsie. Okay. Can, can you get there if you cross that uh, new walkway bridge that they built? Not quite yet, but keep your fingers crossed, and soon there's going to be an elevator not far away from the museum. Oh, great. And we'll be able to take the, uh, take the elevator, come down to the museum, Spend all the time you want, and if you want to go back up to the elevator, that's okay, too. Well, that's fabulous. Now, Sarah, you but want to ask what they found I in the backyard? I want to know what, what they found in the backyard and all these wonderful children and families who come to the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum get to see this big discovery. Yeah, what you're referring to is the find in Hyde Park. Now, Hyde Park is sort of at the edge of the city of Poughkeepsie, but it's within the town of Poughkeepsie, so I, I sometimes think they may have misnamed it, but we'll leave it as what it is. It's the Hyde Park Mastodon. <laughs> it's a suburb of Poughkeepsie. It's a suburb, that's right. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a terrific um, uh, prehistoric find. The Hyde Park Mastodon was founded in uh, 1999, actually, in the backyard of a family up in Hyde Park. Uh, they didn't and, know and quite a what they found. Is a, is a prehistoric elephant, right? Well, sort of looks like an elephant. Looks like an elephant. That's yeah. right. It's, it's related. Well, some people to think it's, it's a dinosaur. I mammoths. think, but it's not as old as dinosaurs. Some people think I'm a dinosaur. Well, I'm not. Do you want me to touch that? Or I, okay, all right, I'll be nice. In spite of your misbehavior <laughs> yes, before ma'am. we went on the air today. Anyway, Ed, back to the uh, well, prehistoric the, world. The mastodon <laughs> that we have uh, casting of was found, as I say, in 1999. It was uh, excavated in the year 2000. The actual bones are in a museum in Ithaca, New York. But we had a complete fiberglass casting made 
of the 300 bones that comprise the mastodon, and we now have it on display at the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum. It's, a, it's an outstanding creature to consider that this thing lived in the Hudson Valley about 14,000 years ago, now, not see, millions of years ago, like dinosaurs. It's now, not a dinosaur. I thought that you all had it, and I'm upset about that, because well, it was found here, and I think we should go and get it. We're, we're glad that it <laughs> has the actual bones, to be honest with you, because they have the capacity to take care of it. Um, and and bone, fossilized bones, unlike fiberglass castings, are a little different story. We're really we're glad that we've got uh, a representation of it for teaching purposes. And, and can yeah. the children exactly. go right up to it and touch it, because well, it's not know, the real it's, thing? It's curious about that. We can't let them touch too much of it because it is fiberglass and actually it's fairly fragile. The, the rib cage and some of the smaller bones are fragile. But we've created a really exciting exhibit around it. And I would dare say that for the kids who come in, if you were to ask them afterwards, I'm not sure they'd know that they didn't touch it. I think they feel right? so involved in the exhibit and so so fascinated so by it. That I think an, they feel is like it an interactive exhibit? The active exhibit that runs that goes around the, the Mastodon. It, and you climb, you can come and do this too, Sarah. We do let adults climb the tree, but you but climb we won't a 10-foot tree. We, <laughs> you can eyeball to, to eye socket, I like to say, with the with the uh, the bones of the Mastodon about uh, 10 feet off the ground. The Mastodon is 12 feet tall, 20 feet long. Um, so kids climb the tree and they, they go across a, 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 a boardwalk of sorts and they can see the Mastodon in a way that their parents probably can't or, or won't because they won't climb in there. I think it's We've created a really neat structure where kids can really be adventurers and be explorers and think back not only about back in the time of Mastodon, we got and we've surrounded the the, the skeleton um, with murals so that you can see what the Mastodon actually looked like. You know, surprise to some people, the skeleton didn't walk around. This was really a, an animal that had skin and bones and right. fur, and it's a that great, was very large. I'll bet. Does it great, have horns at all or it tusks? It has tusks, and the tusks. There's, yeah, like an there's so many stories. I could fill this whole radio show with just talking about the mastodon, <laughs> do we, but, but I will tell you But do we have the tusks? The tusks are there, and the tusks tell the story, too. We know They're in the, Alabama. We know the um, I where think the tusks we should get looser. a tusk back. I would, be, I would be happy and satisfied if we could... Uh, well, maybe we can work on that. Maybe Actually, Sarah, if you're going to climb the tree, I want to be there with our Hudson Valley Talk Radio microphones to do a play-by-play. Okay, listen, let me just tell you, I could fit through all those slots and shoots because I apparently am the size of an average seventh grader. So what size are you there, Jonah? I'm <laughs> extra, he won't fit uh, extra through, large, He doesn't extra large. fit. He won't fit. Getting back to the Mid-Hudson <laughs> Children's Museum. And Rena Hell, the director of developments, with us here as well as uh, she's a Ed Glisson, our director. Oh yeah, we're gonna get Ed to join too. We're working on it. Take, take us through a, an average visit um, on the Children's Museum. <clears throat> Sorry, folks. Take us through an average visit of the Children's Museum uh, from the time you open up in the morning. Uh, what time? What are your hours, Rena? The hours we open at nine thirty till five during the week. We're closed on Mondays, unless there's a school holiday. School okay. holiday, we, the kids come in. And how about on the weekends? And then on weekends, we open at 11 o'clock until 5. But there's so many things going on at the museum. Uh, people have birthday parties there. They can have uh, other parties. We've had weddings in our pavilion where oh, people can rent. I can have my, really? my birthday party. It was my birthday is this birthday. month. There you go. You well, could have the wow. prehistoric people stand up for you. The, all my friends. All my friends and relatives There are you are. Your vows uh, are exchange you trying to say eternity. something, Jonah? Not at all. Because I know <laughs> so, you that I'm prehistoric, too. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, okay. You're younger than springtime. <laughs> but anyway, Arena, tell us, uh, what's the admission? It's $6.50. Any uh, child that's under the age of one comes in free, but mm-hmm. everyone is asked to, ma- uh, to, to pay $6.50 per person unless you want to have membership. Um, I have a grandniece who is two years old, and we have a membership, and every Saturday afternoon from noon till about 2, we're there. 
That's having great. a good time. And what That's is so a right. membership, Miss Director of Development? Uh, membership is for a family, which means an adult and a child come in is seventy dollars, and then it goes up to there. There's a family. Uh, Price of a hundred dollars. And that's a, this is annually. This is annually, and then there's also another one for a hundred dollars. Where if you like to travel and go to other museums as well as our own, we have a traveling membership. As oh my well. goodness! So and, it's and like an internet. It's like a uh, you know that library card where you can go around right. to all the different libraries. But since we're on the topic of sustaining and, don't, and what director of development means implies or it says that you're a five hundred one c three. You're a nonprofit. We are a nonprofit. And hence a director of development. So you also are sustained by uh, donations from the private and public sectors? Very much so, yes. We, we accept uh, private donations. We write grants. Uh, we look for uh, support of the government. And we look for support from our community at large. Um, bring your child, bring your grandchildren, bring your niece, bring your nephew, bring yourself. Mm-hmm. And come on down and see what the, what the museum is like. Right. So Ed Glisson, director of the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum. People arrive at 75 North Water Street to the, to the museum. They pay the very modest admission of $6.50. And what do they see when they get into the first floor? Well, tell us about uh, your various yeah, first exhibits. First floor, I think one of the things we, we transitioned is, I guess we opened the Rivertown exhibit two years ago. Rivertown is an exhibit where kids can go in and role play uh, being a, a store owner or a contractor or a fire. A, I was going to say a fireman, uh, a firefighter. Firefighter. Or an anthropologist. Uh, or an anthropologist. The, we have uh, a street scene, and it's very very reflective of the streets that you see throughout the Hudson Valley, whether it be Kingston or Newburgh or Poughkeepsie um, or Beacon. Uh, we have a, a firehouse. We have a building site, which I think is a good thing in this economy. Uh, so there's a new store going up. We have a, a bank. Op- <coughs> Excuse me. We have an MT uh, ATM machine. We have a Chinese language school. We have a Mexican bakery. We have a Indo-Pakistan. Well, it's uh, a destination. Store. And it it's becomes a, destination. a place where kids come and they role play the activities they see. And their, it's all hands on all the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I will. I have to say that one of the neat things about that area in particular, as you can guess, is every one of these storefronts or schools uh, that we show. Um, there's a lot of activity that people use and the kids use and the material there. And at the end of the day, this is what's really critical. At the end of the day, we clean it up. So I always encourage people to bring their kids in, make the mess at the Children's Museum. <laughs> we'll pick it up. And we always do. One of our most successful programs Are you a dad? Is, yes, I am. That's not spoken like a true parent if I've ever heard a statement. <laughs> it's, it's the greatest thing we can offer. Our, one of our most successful programs in the summer is we do a messy art program every Thursday. And uh, we clean messy up the messy art. art. Stuff you wouldn't do at home. Terrific. Let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. My name's Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host is the ever-neat Miss Sarah O'Connell. She, well, you don't have to pick up after Sarah right there. It's, it's petite. Petite and neat. Oh, Sarah O'Connell. <laughs> and our special guests are Ed Glisson, director of the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum, and Rena Hill, director of development at the museum. And tell us, Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, we are sponsored um, by our Rotary District 7210 and the generous support of the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Blooming Grove, Washingtonville, Carmel, Chestnut Ridge, Congers Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Highland Hyde Park, and Kingston. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. 
For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Radio Rotary is brought to you by Beech Grove Technologies, providing natural dietary supplements for a healthier life. Beech Grove Technologies herbal supplements are uniquely designed to prevent premature aging, eye problems, and more. For weight loss, Beech Grove Technology is now featuring its latest natural product, Wild Ginseng. So take charge of your life with Beech Grove Technology's safe natural products. Visit bgtsupplements.com online or just call 800-861-4933. That's bgtsupplements.com or 1-800-861-4933. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to help us help those whose homes were destroyed in the Haitian earthquake. Rotary Shelter Box includes a tent, water purification, and cooking supplies for 10 people. Go to shelterboxusa.org for more information and to donate. That's shelterboxusa.org. Two thousand one, a space odyssey. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Sarah O'Connell. Thank you, Jonah. Now I will be normal. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a special and reason that Jay Verzi, our engineer, the wizard of the electric keyboard, played that theme. We'll find out in just a second. But okay, tell us who our guests are. Because our very special guests today are Edward Glisson, who is the executive director of the Mid Hudson Children's Museum, and George Supin, who is a fellow Rotarian. He is presently the sitting treasurer of the Fishkill Rotary Club, and you are a, a past district treasurer of 7210, our district. And we're going to talk about a little bit about how Rotary collaborates with other community um, organizations, institutions, i.e., here we are with the museum. Mid Hudson Children's Museum. And also still with us in the studio is uh, Rena Hill, Director of Development. Who is a Rotarian, too. And And I believe she's in the same club as George and Fishkill. Now, here's a big debate before we jump into, like, why we're really here, Jonah. Are we in Beacon or Fishkill? Because that's a big debate. George, I'm asking. No, no. (laughs) Meaning right now at the Hudson Valley Talk Radio Studios. Oh, yes, where the, are we here located? At, here at Broadcasting Penthouse. When you when you came here, when we said this is where you're supposed to meet at such and such a time, where do you think you are? In spite of the the Odyssey music, that is an excellent question. I <laughs> I knew I, I'd have the best question of the show. Yes, you do. You always uh, do. The Fishkill line and the Beacon City line are very uh, nebulous in my estimation. Uh, we, uh, I, I live in Glenham, which is fish town of Fishkill, another suburb, uh, and and yet uh, I believe we are where we where we're sitting right now. I believe we're in the town of Fishkill. Actually, you're in the town of Fishkill, but we're 
Sarah sitting <laughs> across the table is I, That may be. She's in another country. But, George, you know, there's one thing there's no arguing about, and that's that the Children's Museum, the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum, is at 75 North Water Street in Poughkeepsie, New York, and uh, sitting at the microphone with you is Ed Glisson, our di- the director of the museum. And we started out uh, this segment of Radio Rotary with the theme from 2001, A Space Odyssey, and you've got an outer space exhibit of some sort, a, a planetarium, have, correct? Yeah. yeah, our Star Lab planetarium was uh, started, boy, I guess the museum started doing it about 10 years ago. It's become our most popular program that we take out to schools and to community groups. The Star Lab Planetarium is, is, is like a giant plastic bag. It's an inflatable planetarium. You can wait, take it to Wait, wait, this is a portable planetarium? Yeah, yeah. and you can... What does it a, take to put... To, believe, what does it take to... Let, they, they're just so misbehaved. I can't a, even go there, Ed. I won't look <laughs> We have a planetarium, and you take you take it to the people. Yeah. How do you get it there? Yeah. We put it in the back of a car. It's very interesting, really, as you can roll it up and fold it up into a big bag. A big uh, looks like a big gym bag. The only it's very it's fairly heavy. It's fairly substantial, but it's a a, a large plastic bag. Okay, I stand corrected, Jay. We do need more yeah. space music because I've never and, heard of. Some, I mean, and, that's and just the fascinating. In the middle of it. And what the best thing is, is not its portability or even its kind of funkiness. The best thing is we take an educator out with it. And so we send we send someone with this planetarium, and you will you will learn about the stars. Who the blows it up? A fan. There's an actual. It's just a fan. It's really quite remarkable. It's, and and it's you go to schools with this, fan. Ed? Uh, yeah, go to we go to schools. schools. We go to community centers. I believe we even took it to the Millbrook uh, first night a couple of years and ago. And if somebody who's listening right now to Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio wanted to have the... Uh, portable planetarium at their event, uh, they would, how would they reach you? They would call the Children's Museum at 471-0589. And they, they don't have to blow it up. dial extension 16 and talk to Lisa DeMarzo. She's the educator who takes it out on the road. Um, and they don't have to blow it up. All they need is we need a 120-volt uh, connection to power and um, a 12-foot ceiling because that's how high it is. I'm fascinated it's, by this. It's a wonderful thing. And how, I many people, you, how many people can, it, can sit it can in it? It can accommodate about or? 30, but we've put as many as 40. It depends on how close you want to be, Sarah. So it's a, uh, okay, well, I want to be in the front row, of course. <laughs> well, the great thing about it is there really is no back row. It's not like your typical planetarium show. There, it's nothing pre-recorded. There is a machine in the center that casts out the, the nighttime sky, and that gets rotated so that you see tonight's nighttime sky. Oh, my or next goodness. Year's Technology, my It gets goodness. rotated, which gets sort of rotated. reminds me of Rotary, which yeah. reminds me we have George Zupin here. Oh, also. yes. Hello, George. George, um, how does Rotary support? <laughs> Speak right up. How does, how does Rotary support the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum and their portable planetarium that Sarah wants to go see? Well, we're fortunate to have a great asset in Rena Hill as, as a member of Fishkill Rotary, but she's a, really a, a member of all Rotary uh, in the Hudson Valley because she represents us in the museum and, and spreads a word everywhere. Uh, she has a, a great talent for fundraising, and we tried to capitalize on that as a club to uh, raise some funds to help uh, the programming, uh, especially in these days with contingent budgets. I'm also a former assistant superintendent for business at the Wappinger School District. And in this in this current uh, crisis that we have financially, uh, contingent budgets mean you can't take kids on field trips. Right. So uh, what we have to do is look to the community uh, service clubs to raise funds to make it possible to, uh, for uh, kids to get this spot of education that you don't get in school. 
And what kind of things has Rotary done to specifically support the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum? Well, uh, our club uh, hosted, uh, really we entered a major effort uh, in uh, mailing and flyers out to the Rotary community in the valley and and, uh, asked for collaboration and matching. We had uh, offered a $500 uh, grant to be matched by other uh, clubs in the district. And uh, we we got some takers that to, to jumpstart the program, and I, I I maybe even your Red Hook Club met. Oh yeah, in so, fact we had the pleasure of having Rena Hill join us for breakfast very very early in the morning at the Red Hook Club at the Apple Day Diner on t- uh, Tuesday morning. They at get up very early. Yeah. We meet at lunch in our club, George. Actually, when do you all meet? Actually, breakfast. we're up all you night. You do. Yeah. You guys get. Oh my goodness. The Red Hook guys are party guys. We're up all night, and oh, after yeah. our <laughs> breakfast meeting, so, we go to sleep. So now that ex- that's trying to explain for our listening audience is misbehavior that's on right. the air. That's right. I just also for our listening audience, the, this is something that Rotary does, a service club. Um, it, it, the monies that are raised through all the different types of Rotary clubs are generated back directly into your community and into the global community. So you you really are participating um, in your own backyard as well as on a global level. Absolutely. Now, Ed Glisson, director of the Manhattan Children's Museum, located at 75 Water Street. We talked a little bit about the Mastodon. We talked about the portable planetarium and the hands-on street with the various businesses. What other kind of exhibits uh, might the kids enjoy? Especially because we have lots of grandparents yeah. who are listening to And uh, parents, Hudson perhaps. Valley. And well, parents. Parents, but, you know, we do. But grandparents. Oh, well, well parents. the kids should be in school <laughs> Friday morning, darling, unless it's a snow day. So well, the grandparents, whoever's listening might be interested in going if they hear more about what, the exhibits. Here's what the grandparents ought to try to do this afternoon, Friday afternoons, every week from 1 to 5 p.m. Grandparents can come in for free as long as wow. they bring some kids with them. There you go, so Jonah. You pay for the kids, and you can come in for free. And it's a, a good, it's a great time to spend time with your grandkids. And uh, how often do you get a chance to do that in a setting like a children's museum? I tell Again, we tell people it's very easy. You bring the kids. They don't know what to do. You don't have to chase them around. You don't have to run around and see if they're doing the right thing or the wrong thing. The kids act the way the kids should act, and that's what we're set up to, to for that behavior. That's terrific. And that attitude. Um, but what they want to see when they come on Friday afternoon um, is the Hudson River Dive Bell. You know, we're right on the Hudson River. It's an outstanding asset for the museum. We're in, right in between the Mid-Hudson Bridge and the walkway over the Hudson. The view is spectacular. What we can teach people about the river, what kids can learn about the river, I often tell people, we see the surface of the river, but how many people think about the life that's underneath? So we can go into the Hudson River Dive Bell. You'll see fish that we catch. We have a permit to catch the fish. We have them in our aquarium tank. And you can use the robotic arm to actually catch, catch some stuffed fish, which are replicas no of the kidding. fish in the river. You're going to learn a lot about the river. You're going to learn that it flows both ways. And on an afternoon like this, you're going to see the ice flowing in the river. And if it's going north, you're going to know the tide is coming in. And you're going to learn about tides. You can learn a lot from watching the elements. A lot of you hands-on know, stuff. Um, Ed, in our club, in the Milbrook Club, we have a Rotarian, Heather Malcolm, who's a scientist. Okay. And she spends basically the entire summer doing studies. She works for IES or mm-hmm. um, uh, in Millbrook um, about the Hudson River. Very specifically, that's her pro- one of her projects. It's a fascinating piece. of the. I mean, obviously, it's in yeah. the Hudson Valley. But the river isn't just a river. It's a magnificent resource of information. It's a resource of entertainment and education. 
So uh, fill us in in a minute or two we have left about any other uh, outstanding programs that are coming up uh, this month or next month, February and March? Well, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. And, and while we're a museum and while we like to do a lot of interactive activities for kids to learn, we also are a fun place to be. We're a fun place for families to be. So I will tell you, do something special for Valentine's Day. Come to the, the Mid-Hudson Children's Museum on Friday the 12th um, at 11 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock. And you can make Valentine's Day cookies. And the kids can make them for their parents, and the parents can make them for their kids. And on Valentine's Day itself, on Sunday, the 14th, come back again. And in fact, you can make them all weekend long if you'd like. But again, Sarah and Jonah, I yeah. will tell you, this is an opportunity. You may not want to make cookies in your kitchen. You may, but you know what? If you come and do it with your kids at the Children's Museum, it's going to be a great time. And Rotarian George Zupan, um, what, what's the Fishkill Rotary Club have coming up uh, in, in March and February? Anything exciting? Not not as of this moment. Uh, we we uh, have participated here just uh, this week in this new Haiti uh, uh, project right. uh, and, and the crisis over there. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say that there are a couple of ways to help. Uh, any Rotarian, if you give them a, a check made payable to the uh, to the Rotary Foundation uh, donor advised fund. For Haiti, uh, that money will go towards helping the needs over there, supervised by Rotarian management from uh, at the international level. George, thanks so much, and I want to thank also uh, Ed Glisson, director of the Manhudson Children's Museum. Ed, one more time, give us the address. 75 North Water Street in the city of Poughkeepsie. Take your kids there. And, of course, we want to thank Rena Hill, Director of Development. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? We are here with the generous support of Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Kingston Sunrise, LaGrange, Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, join us again next Friday at 9 a.m. for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Radio Rotary is brought to you by Beach Grove Technologies, providing natural dietary supplements for a healthier life. Beach Grove Technologies herbal supplements are uniquely designed to prevent premature aging, eye problems, and more. For weight loss, Beach Grove Technology is now featuring its latest natural product, Wild Ginseng. So take charge of your life with Beach Grove Technologies' safe natural products. Visit bgtsupplements.com online or just call 800-861-4933 that's bgtsupplements.com or 1-800-861-4933 Hudson Valley Talk Radio Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to help us help those whose homes were destroyed in the Haitian earthquake. Rotary Shelter Box includes a tent, water purification, and cooking supplies for 10 people. Go to shelterboxusa.org for more information and to donate. That's shelterboxusa.org.